are geek-centric, and you can be too. Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast, and welcome to our special Behind the Geeks episode with some of the cast members from the upcoming Star Wars live action series hitting Disney Plus and or. If you're joining us for the first time, well, we are Geek Centric, a podcast and YouTube channel celebrating the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geek Centric. Joining me for today's special Behind the Geeks episode, let me tell you, he's a rebel scum who I also call my brother, Mr. Nate Shelton. How are you, sir? A rebel scum, you say? <laughs> uh, you know Was what? that I'm a happy- Nerf Herder? But I've used Nerf Herder way too many times <laughs> to describe you, so I feel like it's At least it's rebel scum comes things. with some sort of like heroic nature. You know what I mean? Like a Nerf Herder, what sure. does a Nerf Herder do? They, they herd Nerfs. Like it's nothing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I totally get you. I totally get you. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, we had a chance to sit down with a few of the cast members from the upcoming live action Star Wars series Andor, which is hitting Disney Plus uh, September 21st, uh, which is actually later this week with three episodes. Uh, so it's a three episode premiere, which is pretty big. Yeah. Um, a huge thanks to our friends at Disney Studio Canada uh, for hooking us up with these interviews. We love the opportunity to chat with those who are behind the things that we love to watch and, and enjoy very much so, especially when it comes from a galaxy far, far away. Oh, yeah. Now, before we get into it, Nate, uh, would love to know for you to share with us who Kyle and Denise are playing in the upcoming Andor series. Yes, for sure. So Denise uh, is playing um, an ISB agent whose name is Deidre Miro, uh, and she's kind of this, um, this, this. I guess in a sense, she's just surrounded by men who she sees as uh, incompetent, and, and they really are, and she wants to be the best. She wants to be at the top of her game. Uh, and I also got a chance to talk with uh, Kyle Soler in the same interview, and uh, he plays Cyril Karn, and you know I think we kind of talked in the interview about how these characters are on a similar trajectory, um, with with you know kind of both working on that side of the of the fight, mm-hmm. uh, and really just dealing with all these people that honestly could, they they could be doing their jobs better, and we just see these two people that are trying to do their jobs as best as possible. Um, but as you'll hear in the interview. Um, they're not really necessarily working for the best people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I chatted with uh, Genevieve O'Reilly, who is playing yet again Mon Mothma in the Killing upcoming him. series. And at this point in the Star Wars story, uh, she is a senator before she becomes the leader of the rebellion. Uh, so that's really interesting, getting a little bit more insight in her desire to want to continue to tell the story of Mon Mothma. Uh, at a different stage in the Star mm-hmm. Wars story. I also talked to Adria Arjona, uh, who's playing a new character, Bix Kaleen, I believe is how yeah. you pronounce it, That's uh, who is the owner and manager of uh, Salzyard in Ferrix and mm-hmm. is a longtime friend of Cassian Andor, and she's entirely new to the Star Wars universe. Uh, she, she, like we will preface here now, we have seen the first four episodes of Andor. And from what we saw, 
uh, she's definitely a standout. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really happy that we had a chance to talk with her. Um, but with that out of the way, I think we should get to the interviews. Yep. So you can see and hear what they had to say. First up, we have our interview with Denise Goff and Kyle Soller. Uh, just a note about this. Uh, there are some references that are more visual. So you'll definitely want to check out our YouTube video to see what they're talking about. Uh, that'll be in the show notes. But enjoy. Hey there, Denise and Kyle. My name is Nate. Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. How are you doing Where today? Where the hell are Dude, you? That is what? a sexy room. Is it's, that your bedroom? It's it's bedroom slash studio. The entire podcast budget just goes to all these these lights. This is where the magic happens, man. This is it. This is it. I'm into it. Good yeah. for you, wow. Nate. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, sort of like an aquarium. Or <laughs> yeah. I try to. Well, especially when I'm watching Star Wars, it's fantastic because I can make all the lights sort of Star Wars esque. Um, oh my god. But, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm I'm loving your characters so far uh, on the show. I've only gotten to see a little bit of it, um, but I wanted to ask for both of you, like. You know, I think your journeys are are kind of on a similar path for both of your characters. What is it like, um, you know, with the series exploring both sides of humanity on this conflict? What is it like being this playing these characters that are just trying to do the best at what they do uh, while working for a corrupt government or empire? I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been talking a lot about this, as you can imagine. Like, yeah. you can't really approach playing these characters in a judgment of whether they're good or bad. Like it's about finding like this woman I'm playing has found herself working for essentially a fascist regime. And she's a woman in this sort of man's world within it. And so Mm -hmm. she wants to become respected and powerful. And she's faced with too, like there's another character who doesn't do his job well enough. Like she has, she wants excellence in every aspect. It's just so happens. It's, you know, in a, I think if she was a rebel, she would be an excellent rebel, mm. but she I'm has sure. just found herself in the fascist regime. So yeah. she's going to become an excellent fascist. I think they're both yeah. the heroes of their own journey, you yeah. know, even though yeah. they're on that side. And, and Cyril is really trying to make his way up the bureaucratic corporate structure system because it's a very clear ladder to power mm. and place and status and self-worth. And that's massively corruptible to someone who hasn't come from much yeah. and is searching for a sense of identity. And um, It's so dangerous, isn't yeah. it, to reward somebody who's looking to be powerful like that within a system like the one that we find these characters in, to mm-hmm. become powerful in that without having to do any of that sort of inner work they're both yeah. in serious yeah. like i think it's quite frightening what you need they a trauma become. therapist yeah. absolutely yeah i hope that i, th- yeah. I hope the, the empire has something like that again i think i think there is good and evil on on both sides, both sides. Um, well, Cassian, well cassian's super com- like yeah. complicated right oh yeah like, oh yeah which is what's amazing you yeah know? it's so human to be able to portray all these characters and these new characters as well as Cassian and dive into like yeah it's messy really messy. Know, it's really messy and it's that's not real. our fault that we're evil <laughs> no talk to my mom man. talk to no. my parents <laughs> yeah we're gonna yeah. get to that <laughs> um well uh listen we we're we're almost uh up for time here uh it goes by so quickly um uh-huh. I wanted to ask for for this final question here um obviously I love that the series is focusing on humans and people um but I wanted to know uh, if you were both handed a lightsaber for any reason, 
Uh, what color would you want your lightsaber to be and why? Yeah. <laughs> We're finding that I know very little. It wouldn't be a surprising question from Denise at this point. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Yeah. Um, oh, man. What color would you? I would like a black one. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Dark saber. I don't know. Yeah. A dark saber. I would, would like dope. a dark saber. Yes. Yeah, can no we make one of them? Cool. Surely in that bedroom you have there, you can Yeah, I probably have one or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a dark saber, not a okay. light saber. Right. Yeah, I'd love like a kind of like really light blue, but sort of like gold on the edges yeah. or something oh, kind wow. of light coming out of it or yeah. something. Those are, the, those, are, <laughs> those are the most creative answers yeah. uh, I've ever gotten for that question. So thank you so much. Thank you for your time, Denise and Kyle. Uh, you're you. Again, thank I can't wait to bedroom. see you. Oh, yeah, of course. Every time. Um, love yeah. to have you back. Uh, you can check out how the lights have changed. Um, but yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. And I can't wait to see where you grow this season. Uh, you two have a great rest of your day, okay? Thanks, you man. Too. You too. Next up is our interview with Genevieve O'Reilly. Hi, Genevieve. My name is uh, Justin. Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Justin. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I am very excited to chat with you about your return to Star Wars. And I'd actually like to start the conversation there. What is it about Star Wars that has made you want to continue to be a part of this galaxy? I think her. I think Mon Mothma. I think the opportunity to learn more about her and to give her more of a voice is what's really exciting for me uh, here and in previous iterations. You know, I've, I have had the opportunity to explore her at different times in different versions, but I think this is the first time that we really get to stretch her and uh, discover her. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, as you mentioned, having played Mon Mothma at, at different moments throughout Star Wars, who is she in this moment? We meet Mon Mothma and Andor in a place we've never seen her before. She's usually surrounded by a band of rebels. She's usually, uh, you know, she's supported by a rebel fleet in Rogue One. Um, right. When we see her, when we meet her in Andor, she is neck deep in Empire. She's navigating a very shadowy world of imperial politics. She is a lonely, isolated female voice in opposition to Palpatine. It's right. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love her in her introduction. We get to see that that sort of um, that conflict where she's going to have to go with perception versus reality. And I think that's very much what her character is going to explore. So it's it's a very interesting time to be introduced to the character. Now, yeah. we, we've heard a lot from from actors in Star Wars that say, you know, with the lore being so deep that they don't get to really change much about their characters. Now, when talking about a character like Ma and Mothma, how much do you get to bring to the character in contrast to what's already been established for you? I think what um, certainly what Tony Gilroy is 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 doing is really trying to respect the work that is there, and certainly right. I do too. Try to look at the work that's been done and to respect it, and then to be able to create um, parameters that we can genuinely be creative within. I think this time in Star Wars lore has not been investigated very much. Um, so it allows us a freedom of discovery. Obviously, we we know a lot about Mon Mothma's past. We know that she's been a, um, 
representing Chandrila as a senator within the Imperial Senate since the age of 16. We get to ask questions of that now. You know, Tony was really interested in asking, what does that look like? What is that life like for a woman who's been a senator representing her planet since the age of 16? What is the customs and the constructs around that life? And that's what's really interesting. So we get to kind of dive deeper. It's less kind of um, linear event motivated and more let's let's actually ask some questions here. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It feels personal and it feels very intentional with that. And as you mentioned, you know, we know where she ends up. So this is very much telling the story of how she gets there. And, and I love that. And I, I love your portrayal of the character. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and learn a little bit more. Um, really means a lot. And can't wait to see the rest of the series and, and see how it unfolds. Thank you so much for having me, Justin. Awesome. Have a great day. And our final interview is with Adria Arjona. Hi, Audrea. My name is Justin. Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. How are you? Hi, Dustin. I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm very excited to talk to you about this series. And I know you're new to Star Wars and being a part of the universe. I, I, maybe just to kick things off, what does it feel like to be a part of this big galaxy? Oh, man. Um, it feels it feels amazing. It feels it feels great. It felt great. Well, you know, the first second that I got to to be on set, that felt mm -hmm you know, that was a moment I'll never, I'll never forget. And then, you know, we just went to D23 and, and you kind of realize you're like, oh my God, this is the reason that we, that we did this. And I got to put faces and I was like, you are the reason that I'm, that I'm doing this. And it was, just, it's all been so, so exciting. And to be part of this one in particular. Right. Absolutely. I can only imagine. And you know, I, I got to say, I, I adore Bix. I, I think she's she's bold, she's fearless, but also at times she seems to really keep to her, her herself, and and she's she's kind of reserved at times. So without giving anything away, I, I wanted to know what was your inspiration to portray Bix as this sort of fierce and incredibly loyal character? Was there a person that kind of came to mind to kind of sculpt the character, or is that very much who you are? I am loyal to the bone. I think that's one thing. I think my fam my family and my friends could could say it. I think being loyal is a, it's like what I focused on um but I think my grandmother I think my my grandmother was a big inspiration for me um she was incredibly strong not tough but strong right. and she helped so many people and and also was a mean negotiator you do not want to bargain with that woman and, and I was like yes I'm gonna I'm gonna channel as much as I can from her and and sort of bring this into into Bix because at the end of the day you know Bix is a she's a hustler you know yeah. everybody in Ferrix is a hustler you gotta you gotta be if you're living in, in Ferrix and then there's like the the bravery element to, to Bix which was so interesting to me you know that's 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 truly bravery what she does she understands that the decision that she's gonna make and helping someone that she truly loves is gonna be to her own detriment that is a known fact Every time right. you have Cassian, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know you're new to Star Wars because there was a lot of research that you kind of, you were doing prior to getting into this series. And I want to know, like, obviously the story is not about Jedi. It's not about Sith Lords. It's about people. And it's very personal. And with your take and, and being new, do you think Star Wars needs more of this? Do you think Star Wars needs more of this sort of refreshing perspective of people 
and to kind of ground it? I think every show is different. I can speak on, I can speak on this show. And I think, you know, what I love about this show is that it is so grounded is that it is about humans and it's a mirror to our society in a way. And, and, and I think it makes it so much more of an empathetic journey. I think people get to follow this and really fall in love with characters and not hate other characters as much because you'll see both sides to every decision making. I think, you know, in in real life, you know, we're not good, we're not bad. We live in a very murky gray area. And I think every character is is like that in this in this show. And and you and you see, you know, even someone that is working for ISB, you'll you'll see him sort of go home. Right. And and what he lives and how he lives. And you're like, oh, that's the reason he is the way he is. And Right. You know, he's just trying to do his job, but he's getting in the way of something right. much better, you know? So, so I think that's super interesting and it makes it so much more intriguing as, as a, as a, as an experience, as an audience member. Yeah. Selfishly, I'm asking that question because I do believe that this is the right direction for Star Wars. As much as we love to see Jedi and Sith Lords, you know, the people that make up the galaxy, it's so great. And I love the human side of it. It feels very real. So I wanted to thank you again for taking the time to join us on the Geek Centric Podcast. It really means a lot. I'm excited to see more of your character. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Hope you have the best day. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Okay, so let's let's kick things off talking about how enamored Kyle and Denise were <laughs> yeah. with the lighting in your injury. I know, <laughs> like, I know. And you and I talked it, before we even started recording this about like, do we do we turn the lights on again or do we keep them off? And we've had other interviews since. Oh, no. um, yeah, like we, we interviewed, uh, I interviewed um, Daniel Whitney, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, and we were, <laughs> Justin was like, make sure you have the lights off because we don't need to waste <laughs> another half an interview <laughs> just talking about Mater your room. would have gone off on you. Oh, Mater he would have been like, you got her done with those lights. <laughs> um, no, I, you know what though? I, I really, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I thought it yeah. was, it honestly, it made, it took a lot of, I was, uh, I don't know. Sometimes we get a little bit nervous before we do these things. And sure. I was a little bit Always. nervous and that immediately I was like, oh, we're just, we're just goofing around now. We're just having fun. And they were such a joy to talk to. I, I feel like they appreciated it as well because mm-hmm. I'm sure they, you know, even based on, on the conversation that you guys were having, a lot of the questions in and around their characters and the similarity between them. It's something that they've discussed at at great lengths. And, um, you know, I love that leading into this question, though, you know, you get this sort of disarming, very vulnerable moment where they're just chuckling and laughing with you. And yeah, it was it was fun little moment to have before you got really into it. And it it caps off the, the the end of your conversation too. just how much fun they had with the idea of not necessarily knowing as much about Star Wars. Yeah, asked. yeah, Denise think- was Denise <laughs> apparently <laughs> I was like, yeah, it it wouldn't be surprising if she doesn't know what a lightsaber is at this point. Um, but dude, the fact that she 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 thought of the dark saber without knowing what the dark saber was, uh was awesome. Um and then yeah, Kyle just being like I want a light blue one with gold on the edges. I was like, dude, that's amazing. And then she's like, yeah, he's high right now. I'm like, what? Like, are you allowed to say that? Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, man. And I actually think I might have accidentally invited them both back to my bedroom 
which is kind of a weird thing at the end of the interview there. But um, bedroom slash studio. Bro. There we go. You yes. made the you made the difference. Made the distinction. You made sure to make the difference. <laughs> I don't. You're not just in my bedroom. You're in the place that I also yes. try to conduct. But uh, hey, some of these interviews are conducted from people's bedrooms. And totally. And hey, I think mine that's looks fine. That's what it is. Mine looks yeah. much better. Than Yours is a little flashier than yeah. most. I will say. So, um, you know, obviously getting to start off with that light moment because I do think this series. You know, as you said earlier, we've seen four episodes. This is the heaviest, I think, that we've gotten Star Wars uh, in quite some time. And so to to kind of pull it back in, it was nice to start off light. But then Kyle, you know, talking about how both of their characters, both uh, Daedra and Cyril, are kind of, they, they are the heroes on their own journey. And, you know, he's right. We, we, we kind of see... You know, both of them see themselves as more competent than everyone else, and they're searching for power. And I love that they sort of bring up the human element of the fact that when you're in that position, when you're trying to just get to the top, you're so easily corruptible by by that passion, by that that longing. You will make some missteps along the way. Yeah, I think I think you know. Again, we we won't get into too much detail about sure. about this show. But I think what what Denise and, and Kyle are very much talking about is going to really be a through point throughout all of the characters that we're going to see through Andor. Denise at the end, and I, I only caught this after watching back. I didn't catch it in the moment. because Her like, parents, right? She referenced pa- the parents. And she says, yeah. but we'll get to that. We're, and I'm like, we'll get to that. Wait, 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 wait. She, does she just I, mean I in think, life? Does just, she just mean like <laughs> she'll eventually talk about her parents knows? in an interview? Or is she but, talking about Daedra's parents? I think she is. I think she's saying like in some capacity, seeing her past, understanding a little bit more about why she is where she is uh, in the empire. Um, it would be really, really interesting to to see how how that all unfolds. Right. And then moving from the, the I guess, the dark side to the light side, um, getting to talk to to Adria Arjona, um, yeah. just in regards to Bix. Uh, what was that like? I was definitely nervous, like you said. We always get a little little nervous, yeah. right, when we get into these situations. But I wanted to really understand because she has such a passion for what I think is the character of Bix and mm-hmm. what she stands for. And her character from these first four episodes definitely pops off the screen as someone to be really rooting for, mm-hmm. to be connected with. So very excited for the opportunity to chat with her about this character because it just shows that she's she's very committed to it. And I, oh, yeah. I wanted to know, like, what's that, where does that inspiration sort of come from? It's it's cool because she she called it her grandmother. And I think the, the part of me that sort of like, that made me, my heart kind of smile a little bit because, you know, everyone everyone loves her grandma. And it's like for, for her grandma to sort of live on through this character of of Bix, I mean, it's funny we 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 talk about these characters, especially now that we're getting into what is this our fourth Star Wars live action series or more? I, I can't even yeah. keep counting anymore. But the fact that we we have so many of these additional characters being introduced, it's funny because we sort of look at them and and you you could go so far as to see them as like oh we'll never see that person again. Um, but I I think with with the character of Bix, you just she has that that sense that she does have that lasting power. And, you know, I, I saw other, other interviews with her where she talked about like how excited she was to see the character, um, you know, cosplayed in the future. And we yeah. will see that in the future because, mm-hmm. you know, these characters uh, have such a, an amazing way in all of these series of 
just giving someone that sense of like, that's me. I connect with that person. And we're seeing that more and more through Star Wars now. And I think um, she'll definitely get that with with Bix. And I, I again, I, I think it's lovely. And I love how she called out that like, in this series, you won't necessarily hate characters as much as maybe something, you know, kind of like a Game of Thrones where, you know, there's moments where you're just like, oh, I hate that character. I want them to die. In this, you, you actually uh, will get to... I, you know, kind of understanding where these people are coming from and, and the fact they're just trying to do their jobs. And I love that she she caught that as well. Yeah, it's definitely the moral ambiguity, right? Like mm-hmm. a, you, Game of Thrones is such a great shout out because I think that you very much see a range of characters, good and bad. They're all just they're just out for themselves. Right. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, this this was this was a great conversation to have. I, I, I think that. um you know, to to for her to to sort be so committed to the character and and sort of draw in a relatability of of her own grandmother, I think that that makes the character that much more special because you get a sense that there's there's love and energy put into invested in making Bix stand out. So mm-hmm. I, I like that. I really do like that. So yeah. yeah, it was it was great. And then as far as a character that you know probably doesn't really want to stand out. Uh, of Mon Mothma, you got a chance to chat with uh, freaking Genevieve O'Reilly. Like Mon Mothma, yeah. she's been Mon Mothma now for like over seventeen years, uh, if you count yeah. the deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith, with, with which I, sure. I do. But you know, I I think it's uh, she has. I, this was the one. This was one of the interviews where I was like, oh, I really, and I know we say this all the time, but I was like, I really wish we had more time with her because she is mm-hmm. such. A beautiful, articulate way of speaking. She's um, Mon Mothma. Man. She is like, Mon. Yeah, like legit. She, she is Mon. Is Mothma. Literally Mon Mothma, <laughs> and I think that that's what's that was what was so apparent yeah. um, from the conversation is that they're very much tied. Like I, that, even her response to you know why have you decided to continue you know portraying this character and she, it's because of her and to come back to tell the sort of you know we were talking about this a, a bit of a an sort of an origin story to how she gets to be the the person that we know and so integral and important to the to the rebellion Mm -hmm. you know where did that begin so to see her her roots as a senator and the introduction of her character um is is fantastic so i i think that it really does again go hand in hand with connecting with a character like Bix, there's there's a parallel there, yeah. very much like Kyle and and Denise talked about as well mm-hmm. with their characters. So, yeah. I'm I'm loving it. I where it's hard not to talk about this show in in immense detail, mm-hmm. but um, nonetheless, it it was absolutely great to for us to have the opportunity to sit down because uh, yeah, we just feel that much more connected to the story that they're telling here with Andor it's, and to it's Star great. Wars in general. Like just any chance oh, yeah. that we get to just talk about star wars with star wars is phenomenal so yeah again big thanks to to disney plus canada and everyone who just makes these opportunities possible because like yeah keep it coming we want to talk to more people i can't wait (laughs) yeah man star wars is life well that is it for this special behind the geeks episode we hope you enjoyed it and if you did feel free to subscribe to us uh both on youtube at youtube.com slash geek centric or on podcast feeds, uh, you can search up the Geek Centric Podcast, and you'll find us. We got a lot more Andor to talk this week. Is this pretty much kicks off Andor week? Yeah. Uh, we got a spoiler free review mm-hmm. dropping, uh, I believe, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then we will have the beginning of a new watch club 
starting Wednesday, mm -hmm. September 21st, the same day as the uh, episodes one, two, and three drop on Disney Plus. Um, so be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen and, and watch yeah. and, and do all the things that you know you're supposed to we're supposed click to click the ask bell to do. or whatever yeah click, do all this yeah we, we just we love star wars we would love for you to come and join us and and hear our thoughts it's going to be a good time because there's there's some stuff to talk about uh also keep in mind we have a ton of other episodes on our podcast feed and on youtube uh we got a whole bunch of interviews like an interview with uh, Alan Silvestri and Glenn Ballard, the composers from the most recent Pinocchio live action movie, which is on Disney Plus right now. Nate, as he mentioned, had a great conversation with Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy, the voice of Mater. That was a great episode so as lovely. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> and Nate also had a chance to talk with uh, Zach Kreger uh, from from the director of Barbarian, mm -hmm. uh, which was which was a good time. Hey, guys guys chatted up all things spooky oh yeah lastly we have a ongoing watch club right now uh which is for marvel studios she hulk mm -hmm. uh, we're dropping those episodes every friday um there's a lot of stuff so join us on youtube podcast feeds all that stuff but until next time as we say nate may the force be with you love ya peace <laughs>